Welcome back to the Aligned Approach podcast. So today's episode is actually a little bit different. A few weeks back, I made a TikTok on five habits that had changed my life entirely. And following that TikTok, I got so many questions about the way that I lead my life, the holistic practices I do, my approach to nutrition, my approach to gut health, and so many of the other things that I actually spoke to in that video. So I thought I would rather do like a more lengthy episode or a longer explanation as to these five habits that have genuinely changed my life and just explain a little bit more about them, my approach to these habits and why they have made such a huge impact on my life. I'd like to apologise if you do hear the occasional dog bark, it is Maple, she's just had a haircut so she's having a bit of a strop, um, but she's she's very vocal today, she's very vocal today, but I'm hoping that she will calm down a little bit whilst I record. So I actually found it quite hard to narrow this down to five habits because I truly believe that holistic living or living in alignment with who you are is a collection of so many different things and trying to put like a number on all of these different things is actually quite tricky because we do so much on the daily basis without even thinking about it that all of those little things will have some sort of an impact. So trying to compile that into five huge things that really have had an impact was somewhat tricky, but I feel like I've done a pretty good job. Um, Some of them you'll probably expect and some of them may be a little bit more surprising um, with regards to the way that I show up online. So I'm very excited to dive into this episode. So the first habit probably goes without saying, considering my profession and what I am so passionate about, is breathwork and yoga. Now, I know that technically they probably should be two separate things because they are totally different in their own right. However, I wanted to put them in as one because I kind of view them as one on a daily basis um, and I always combine the two. It's not just one or the other. I also believe that people have this conception that yoga is like a yoga class, yoga practice, when actually anyone who's done any studying into yoga or the sutras or any yoga philosophy knows that actually the word yoga can be used for 101 different things and not just the yoga practice itself. Yoga can literally be a beach walk, yoga can be journaling, yoga can be the practice itself, you know, whatever it kind of feels like to you within that moment. So that's why I put them into one. Now, I would say that yoga is something that has always been there for me whenever I have needed it the most. It hasn't been something that I would say I have consistently gone back to, but I've always been very aware of the practice. And I can handle my heart say I have done it daily for years and years and years, even without the kind of conscious thought that I'm doing yoga on the daily. When I was really in the depths of my mental health journey, really suffering, yoga was the thing that really helped to pull me away from that darkness a little bit and also learn to kind of embrace the darkness that does come with mental health and I think that there's a huge point to that in that when you do have some sort of mental health issue or you do struggle in any kind of mental health way I truly believe that it's not kind of about getting rid of the darkness because I don't actually believe that it's ever going to go anywhere. It is just kind of there and that actually can just be okay. And how can we embrace that in almost equilibrium or create some sort of equilibrium with light? Um, That's kind of always been my approach to mental health, having kind of come out the other side and still experience it, obviously, on the daily. But actually yoga taught me so so much in terms of embracing who I am and actually just 
can it be okay that sometimes I have really dark days and can it be okay that sometimes it's a little bit lighter and not trying to make myself wrong for experiencing both because actually without those somewhat darker days I don't believe my lighter days would have been as light and as incredible as they are so you know it's kind of a weird concept to think about but I'm so grateful for the mental journey that I have come on and the mental health journey that I've had to navigate through all of my different kind of paths and stages of life because it wouldn't make me who I am today and it wouldn't make me as grateful as I am for those days where everything does feel that little bit lighter and it doesn't mean anything about who I am as a person when I am having those bad days and I think the yoga practice in general taught me so so much about myself and taught me so so much about how to meet myself with compassion and actually just allow myself to be human allow myself to have those emotions and actually just coming back to who you are as your core coming back to the love that you have coming back to your breath and actually just allowing yourself to be right and not having to put a label on anything something that I always always find so much comfort coming back to and actually so much that I got it tattooed on my ankle straight after my first yoga teacher training um is ahimsa and this is one of the yamas in yoga philosophy and I'm not going to go too deep into it I would definitely love to if that is of interest um but if we talk about the yamas it's kind of like the 10 commandments kind of vibe of yoga philosophy but in very basic terms obviously there are so many different translations of these practices and of these scripts um but for the most part ahimsa means not causing pain and that's always been a big thing for me is like how can I not cause pain to myself and how can I just be kind to myself within those moments and be kind to every living thing within your capacity to in a moment and as I said that's just kind of one translation of ahimsa and what it means and I really do think that you can kind of interpret things in your own way and they'll all have a different meaning to whatever you're going through and at different seasons of life different things will come out of it but I always find so much comfort in going back to some of the translations of the yoga sutras because there is so much wisdom in them and you really can just open any page and find exactly what you need within a given moment and I think that that's where the word yoga for me is a lot more than just like getting on your mat and throwing your legs around it's actually the practice of yoga within the mind as well and really focusing on how your thoughts are affecting your reality and coming back to who you are at your core and just allowing everything to be okay within the moment that you're experiencing right then. The second part to this habit was breath and anyone who knows me knows how passionate I am about breath work and how much of an impact breath work has on our nervous system regulation and just on our bodies. Like it is actually wild how much power we hold and we don't recognise within the western world that much is how we can harness the power of our bodies to heal our minds but also how we can harness the power of our minds to heal our bodies and I truly believe that this is something that you know in the east they've really always got right they don't just jump to a pill to fix something it is about okay what can we do how can we revitalize the body in its own because actually our bodies were made to heal right our bodies are made to repair rejuvenate themselves but it's almost like nowadays we never give ourselves the chance to do that and this is why I'm so passionate about the work that I do and really allowing yourself to heal everything mind body soul 
with the power that you already have within you because it's so so possible if you're actually open to that experience and I'm going to go into to this a bit more on the podcast and it's again it's not really something that I've shared or spoken about but even my journey coming off of antidepressants which I was on for a while and kind of navigating that space and really finding medicine through food and really finding the healing power of myself and actually coming to this place where I'm like I can honestly say I've never been more stable in who I am what I believe and my mood like the way I'm able to control those sorts of things and the research alone that has been done into food and the connection of food with mental health is actually insane when you look at it and you're actually open to being like okay I don't want to be reliant on a pill for the rest of my life. What can I do? What can I take back control of within this moment? Um, I've kind of gone off topic here. <laughs> I was talking about breath work, but same same kind of connection in that we have so much power over our bodies and actually getting into a daily habit of yoga, whatever that looks like, and even just three deep breaths in the morning has the biggest impact on your nervous system and on the way your body operates throughout the rest of the day and you can be as skeptical as you like and I 100% always encourage skeptic I don't know how you say that skepticism yeah I think so um because I, I truly believe that things work for different people but actually if you're open to the experience and you're willing to try different things um I think you will be very shocked at the power that you hold just within yourself and that doesn't mean you have to do it alone there's so many things that you can do with guidance but actually being open to that experience and being open to a more holistic way of living um is life-changing and I have so much evidence of that now so that's my first habit kind of wrapped up and bit of a tangent in two race style I will be going on to my second habit The second healthy habit that I'm going to be going into today is a bit weird, but please bear with me, white noise. I guess the overarching theme of that is sleep. Now, I'm not going to ramble at you for too long about how important sleep is because we all know how important sleep is, right? It's the time when our body literally repairs itself. It's when our gut gets a chance to take a bit of a break from digestion our cells literally regenerate, you know, there are so many incredible studies as to sleep and why it is so important. There's even one study that looks at how detrimental it is if we're not getting enough sleep and it's actually more dangerous than having cocaine, which is actually so wild, but you can read the paper. Um, If you just Google it, you can find it, but sleep is so key to mental and physical health health in general and this is why whenever we're looking at anything from a holistic point of view we're looking at you know a person who's standing in front of you I don't just want to know if you're going to the gym five days a week and what you're eating I want to know about your sleep I want to know about what you're consuming I want to know about how you're navigating things right because actually if we look at health as a whole it isn't just one thing it is so many different components joined in together and when we look at things from a holistic point of view we are actually taking all of those components together which I think is the most powerful part of what I do and of the process of you know, working towards holistic health and holistic balance. So yeah, white noise, just kind of going back to that. Um, White noise, I have been using white noise to go to sleep for, I'd say about three years now, genuinely. Um, And 
it is the most powerful thing in terms of having that noise on literally tells your body that you are going to sleep because your brain begins to make the neurological pathway that when this goes on it's time for rest um and obviously that takes time and it's not something that happens overnight but having listened to white noise genuinely every single night and I can't sleep without it now well I probably could but I don't want to <laughs> um your body literally creates that connection to that noise that it is time to rest and you can feel yourself going into relaxation as soon as it as it goes on and obviously now living with my partner he's now on it as well um and I came home the other day and he was having a nap and he had white noise on and I was like yes I've done my job <laughs> like this is the thing um so that makes me really happy but yeah just allowing yourself to have something that connects your brain to rest and I mean we do it as babies naturally right babies have white noise on a lot of the time because it's what they hear um when they're in mummy's tummy and all of those different things there are so many benefits to just creating those neurological pathways that just allows you to get into relaxation that little bit quicker especially if you've ever had any sort of sleep problems or sleep paralysis um or if you've ever experienced anything like that it is a really incredible tool to just slowly begin to train your brain to look at rest in a different way and to actually begin to go into relaxation mode in a different way so I'm a very strong believer on white noise and yeah that would be my second habit that has honestly changed my life the third thing that honestly changed my entire life was giving a shit about my gut health and I could talk about this until the cows come home. It is honestly something I am so incredibly fascinated by and the results that I have got from actually addressing this, looking into this and making changes have literally changed my life. I'm not going to say it again, but it is absolutely incredible. I would say most people um, that I work with on any capacity have some sort of complicated relationship with food or have had some sort of complicated relationship with food and live with digestive issues or have had digestive issues, bloating, whatever. And actually, again, coming back, stripping it down and looking at this from a holistic point of view of like, okay, what do we need to look at here? What do we need to adapt? What do we need to change? Is so incredibly important. The gut is literally the second brain. I'm sure you've heard that before. It is wild to look at the studies and wild to look at how much of an impact what you're eating has on your day-to-day and has on your mental health and has on your energy and has on everything, right? If you have a healthy gut, you then have a healthy brain, you have healthy thoughts. It really is that simple. Obviously, it's not in terms of like identifying what the problems are for each person. It is a bit of a process and it takes a bit of time, but actually me anchoring into that and me doing the research and me seeking the help and actually giving a shit about what I was putting in my body changed everything for me I'm the first to put my hands up and say there was definitely a time where I was cracked up on energy drinks I was tired all of the time I had like two monsters a day I was hitting the gym I was having pre-workout and I kind of thought that was normal like I kind of thought it was normal that you had to feel tired all of the time When actually, when I looked at it and I looked at what I was doing and what I was feeding in terms of my gut microbiome, I was like, okay, this is so interesting. Let's just try some different things. Let's try and make changes and see what happens. 
And actually, I realised how horrible I was feeling. <laughs> and I realised how it wasn't normal to feel as I was feeling. It wasn't normal to need three energy drinks a day. It wasn't normal to be cracked up on pre-workout all of the time. And whilst it can definitely have its place, and I'm not um, disregarding pre-workout at all, I still very much like to use one and have a natural one and all the things. But actually being aware of the impact that it is having on your gut and being aware of the impact that what you're eating in general is having on your gut actually makes the biggest difference. Again, I'm not going to go too deeply into everything, but what I will say is if you're experiencing dysregulation in any form of your life, whether that be through mental health, through physical attributes, whether that be lack of energy, whether that be um, acne, whether that be whatever the story is, nine times out of ten I would say that this is being mirrored in the gut to some description um, and there's actually an imbalance within your microbiome which is so so important to look at and honestly changing a few little things can make the biggest difference. If you look at the studies between the gut, the brain, OCD, depression, ADHD, anxiety, even schizophrenia, there have been studies with regards to how these people have different gut microbiome and how actually nurturing that can be so, so impactful in recovery, in treatment, in diagnosis. It's actually insane, like insane. And I honestly could just speak about this forever and ever and ever but the direct line between the gut and the brain makes every single meal that we have an opportunity for healing and an opportunity for nourishment and an opportunity to actually allow yourself to be better and even if that's one percent better every single day right it doesn't have to be this restrictive diet and I would never encourage that ever um it doesn't have to be like that but just making simple choices like one percent better every single day the amount of impact that this has had on my life in terms of the way I'm able to lead myself, in terms of the way my brain works, in terms of productivity, I could go on for days, I really, really could, and I wish I'd have learned about this in school, um, this is the sort of thing that we should be learning about in school, because honestly, the, the amount of of impact the food we eat has on our everyday function on our mental health is something to really really consider and look into if you are ever feeling like you're imbalanced somewhere the next thing that I'm going to speak to is probably a no-brainer if you follow me on any social media platform and that is journaling now obviously huge 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 advocate for journaling have been for years have been doing it for years has genuinely changed my life and when I speak about journaling there is literally no right or wrong way to journal you can journal whatever you need to within a given moment sometimes that looks like literally trauma dumping on a page sometimes it looks like manifesting sometimes it looks like goal setting sometimes it looks like I don't know prompts you know whatever the story is but actually just the practice and the daily habit of getting out my journal writing on a piece of paper shutting the journal and just going on about my day has the biggest mental impact ever and again there have been so many studies on journaling so many different things that actually have the biggest impact on your mental health and just being able to put things on paper whether that be something you're currently navigating or whether it be something you're currently working towards having that accountability and having it actually as a physical like attribute 
makes the world of difference because writing on your phone notes is fine until it's deleted right and actually putting it on paper almost gives it out to the universe in a weird way you can believe what you want you don't have to believe what I'm saying um but actually the practice of journaling is massive absolutely massive and has been massive for me in terms of every single stage of my life I have navigated and it is something I will probably always do it's something I always see myself doing even um as I grow as I grow older so yeah journaling whether you're using it for a brain dump whether you're using it for a positive goal setting session whatever the story is please go and buy yourself a nice journal please go and buy yourself a nice pen that you like to write with and actually just allow yourself to sit and let whatever comes out what needs to come out um and yeah I do actually have something coming very very soon in terms of journaling which is very exciting it's actually been a project that has been in the works since 2019 so almost four years now um and I think it is going to be a game changer for anyone who is a little bit apprehensive on the whole journaling thing um and I'm very excited about it so I'll keep you up to date on that but yeah go buy yourself a journal and a pen that you like to write with because it will change your perspective on everything. The last healthy habit that I'm going to speak to today is actually prioritizing hormone health. Now anyone who knows anything about my story knows I suffered with a pretty severe eating disorder for the best part of five to six years um and actually as a result of that my hormones were royally fucked <laughs> surprise surprise um and actually prioritizing my hormone health was an incredibly long journey for me I had amenorrhea for eight years so I didn't have a cycle for eight years um and even when I was kind of rate weight restored sorry um and navigating all of that I still didn't have a cycle for about three years so it was definitely a journey for me and it was definitely something that was very tricky to navigate and very frustrating to navigate in that no one listened I got a lot of blood tests done I got a lot of things kind of tested out and every time I went to the doctor and was explaining my situation I was kind of just brushed out the door because everything was always normal so all of my hormone levels were somewhat normal um on a graph and yeah there was um nothing that they could do for me and I was not given any support within that area and it wasn't really seen as a problem now obviously we know that not having a cycle as a woman is actually very detrimental to your health and is something that should be taken incredibly seriously and luckily I did find someone who would listen to me and I worked closely with her and got my cycle back in like three months after working with her and speaking with her so it is something that I'm very very passionate about and something that I truly believe we should give more of a shit about I think it's actually kind of terrifying how many women cannot name the parts of the cycle don't really know where they are in their cycle um and I think it's quite scary considering how much of a big thing it is for us in terms of just the way that we live and knowing how we should be eating or what we should be prioritizing at different times of the month because there are again so many benefits to that so actually taking the time to learn about 
a normal cycle to learn what that looked like to learn how I could best prioritize my hormones how I could best support my hormones um was obviously a massive massive part of my journey of my journey and actually getting my cycle back so that changed my life and now that I have knowledge of that it makes life so much easier because I know exactly where I am in my cycle all of the time. I know exactly when I'm going to be a stroppy short and when I'm going to have days where I don't even want to look at myself um, in the mirror because I feel so bad, you know, and it actually all does make sense and I think that it's overlooked a lot of the time how much of an impact our hormones as women have on us on a monthly basis. So, Again, when we look at holistic health, we look at everything as an overview and hormones are and continue to play a massive part in women's health, in the way we're training, in the way we're moving. Um, And I truly believe that having knowledge of that, I mean, knowledge is power, right? And actually being able to work with your body, no matter what season you're in, is so, so important. And the knowledge that I have gained from my own experience and from education has been absolutely invaluable just in terms of how I'm able to navigate my life um, and how I'm able to navigate hormones and all of the things there and obviously it's something that I am hyper aware of given my situation um, but yeah it is actually wild to me knowing that I can go into the gym and it's probably not going to be the best session um, because of where I am at my cycle or I know that I can perform really well this week and knowing what I need and maybe I'll need a bit extra recovery and again knowledge is power and just yeah being able to work with what your body needs within those cycle changes and within those different seasons within the month is very very important and has changed the way that I look at movement has changed the way that I look at health the things I eat um within the monthly period and yeah it has had a massive impact on me and the way I navigate that so yeah if you are a woman and you are listening to this and you don't know too much about hormone health I would thoroughly thoroughly recommend looking into it because the research is fascinating so those were all of the healthy habits that I wanted to speak to to change my life I just kind of realized halfway through that some of them aren't really habits but five things that have changed my life I think I'm gonna have to rename this episode five healthy I don't know five things that have changed my life um but I hope that you found this somewhat insightful and somewhat interesting as always if you have any questions or if you have anything you would love for me to dive into a little bit deeper I would definitely be open to any of these topics and actually yeah sharing more about my journey about what I know about how I handle these things with clients you know whatever the story is um I will definitely be doing a full episode on hormone health because I feel like that is incredibly important and just telling a little bit more about my story and how I actually gained my cycle back after such a long time and what that kind of looked like what my protocol was and all the things there because I think that a lot more women suffer with amenorrhea than um than is talked about and it is actually a very common issue in athletes in anyone who exercises um and our body is always in a very concentrated state of stress when we are like that so I think it is a very important thing to look at a very important thing to be aware of um and I will be doing an entire episode on my journey with that um but aside from that 
I hope you have the best week. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode. I'm so happy to be back on the podcast and speaking about everything that I love to speak about. Um, I cannot wait to speak to you again very soon. And that is me over and out.